This podcast was made possible by Hot Source Yoga. Hot Source Yoga is by far our favorite yoga studio, featuring over 50 classes per week of hot yoga, yoga sculpt, hot yoga fusion, and our favorite hot Pilates. We seriously feel like a million bucks after these classes. The studio is spacious, clean, and beautiful, and they even offer free childcare. In or near the Santa Cruz area, check out their intro special for $59 a month of unlimited classes. Want to become a high-level yoga teacher? Take their 200-hour teacher training starting October 18th, 2019 with a weekend schedule to fit your busy work and family life. They also offer a 30-hour hot Pilates teacher training online so you can up your skill level from anywhere in the world. To learn more, check out hotsourceyogastudio.com and be sure to tell them Shameless Sex sent you. I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and sex shop owner. And I'm April, VP of an international high-end pleasure products company and boss queen sex toy mogul. We're best friends who make our own rules about who we are as sexual beings. With everything from how to be a badass in the bedroom to top tips for bringing your relationship to the next level, we have something just for you. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. This episode is on Tantra. It is extra juicy. And if you're like, oh no, wooey stuff, I'm tuning out. Stay tuned because we also talk about how Tantra and kink can be related, how it can apply to your life as a single person for couples. And as my mom would say, it's Tantra. Tantra. I'm going to do some Tantra. I like the Tantra. April and I right now, well, so we went to hot yoga today. Uh, uh, hot Source Yoga is our new favorite yoga studio. You heard our little mention in the beginning of this episode i can literally walk there from my house because it's five minutes i didn't walk there today i drove drove. because i was running short on time but it's so close to where i live i love getting my sweat on getting all drenched it feels good and it's not as hot as some of the hot yoga classes i've been to it's actually kind of perfect we did the bikram class today i hadn't done bikram in like since i moved back to santa cruz and like beginning of 2017 i'm obsessed with bikram and they have a hot pilates that i love too and i'm my body feels fucking good let me tell you you and i are both a little tired right now oh yeah i've had i've been running it running it yeah we're just in denver all last week and now so that was it was good though for me to stretch and and sweat out some of the toxins that that was very necessary but you know what else will be really good so we took care of our bodies you know and like maybe our the clarity in our mind but you know what else you and i could use right now there's a little pep in our step. I know. Are you? You want to? You want a little pep in your step, Chip? Always. Because I have a song for you. Oh yeah. It is a deep throat song by Permission to Raunch. That's <laughs> right. That's their name. Go check out the YouTube channel Permission to Raunch. Everyone. They're uh, local, right? Santa Cruz. They're local in Santa Cruz, but they have this like comedic parody sex ed girl band thing going on. And I'm gonna play the song right now, so you and I can be. Very entertained. Are you ready? Let's get pepped. Let's do it. Ready, set, go. Oh, really? Oh, this thing's big. Oh, it's I huge. Do. I don't think I want to do it anymore. Oh. No. I just want to get down. I don't want it in my mouth. I don't want a deep throat. No. I don't want a deep throat. No. Dick in my mouth. 
tears in my eyes. Why can't I deep throat the thing in your thighs? It's just too big or my throat's too small. Now I got drool dripping right down your balls. I try again, but I start to gag. This face I'm making looks like a hag. It's hard to breathe with a cock in your throat, so I accidentally make a noise. It sounds like a goat. <laughs> gets easier and I've truly been trying. He seems to enjoy it, but I feel like I'm dying. One in three women say they don't gag at all, but maybe those dicks are three times as small. So what do I do for a partner seeking pleasure that wants me to deep throat a dick too big to measure? Do I keep on trying or I just give up? I think I'm losing the will to suck. I just want to get down. I don't want it in my This, please. I think I've got a pube in my teeth. This is too much work and it feels disgusting. Please turn me over and just start thrusting. Come on my face. I don't even care. Just finish up quick and not in my hair. I just want to get down. I don't want it in my mouth. I don't want a deep throat. No, not in my hair though. No. Ah, what do you think? Ah, isn't that the best thing ever? <laughs> it was pre- it was pretty funny. Are you feeling more pepping to step? Oh yeah. Everyone go check it out. Permission to Ranch on YouTube. They have other songs. It's hilarious. Uh and it's educational too. Really well done. I hope that, that brought a little joy to your lives. Taking the shame out of the deep throat game. Yeah, maybe a little smile to your face over there. Um just a quick shout out, everyone. You know we talk about how much we love silicone lube. We do love Uber Lube and we will continue to love it. It is our fave. If you're looking for a excellent water base or an excellent oil base, we also love a brand called Coco New. That's C O C O N U. Um and listeners get 15% off at coconew.com with code SHAMELESS. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Go check it out. Um, one of the first ingredients, by the way, in the um, water base is coconut water. Hey. Ooh, that's that's kind of awesome. Inventive. Hey. Okay. So can you drink it? You can eat it and it Ooh, won't kill you. you. And there it's you Yeah. It's very clean ingredients. So that's and it tastes like a coconut. Um, okay. Sex question. My partner believes she is disconnected from her body and she can't get herself off from masturbation. I'm wondering if you know any resources that can help her with this. I heard you mention meditation in one of your podcasts. This sex question is perfect. Uh, it's short and sweet. It's perfect because of this episode. Yeah, for sure. Because this episode on Tantra, where they actually talk about uh, a conscious uh, masturbation practice as a means of connecting deeper with your body and also learning how to masturbate and having better orgasms and uh, more connection to your sensuality and sexuality. So to this listener, first of all, stay tuned in this podcast because uh, they actually talk further about what that looks like. Uh, April and I did the uh, Masturbation May contest on Instagram. Um, that was a campaign that was inspiring people to do. We didn't call it conscious masturbation. What do we call it? It's something self-pleasure. I'm not even remembering, but it was like self-pleasure with presence, meaning um, that you take time to uh, self-pleasure without goals and with complete presence for all the sensations in your body. Uh, I think for the most part, like for this person, you know, they can't get off from masturbation. Um, I have a hard time getting off from masturbation unless I have a vibrator mm-hmm. because I'm out of practice, you know, and it, so this is a practice and, and we're often in our own way when something seems really challenging or, um, unobtainable. I think it's the same for you too, right? Like you're April, it's a masturbation with just, uh, your fingers in complete presence isn't the easiest thing. 
No, especially when you've used toys for a long time because you just have that release that's a little bit, it happens a little bit. I guess faster, maybe it takes, it takes longer for me if I do use my hands. Yeah. Yeah. Toys definitely. Well, we, we love us a and magic the, wand. If it's, t- if it's no toys and no porn or anything, then it takes me quite a long time. Yeah. Where and I'm it, like, okay. And that's part. It's practice. There's a dedication piece that goes in w- with this is, uh, if it's something that you feel like is really hard to do, what's hard about it? Is it actually finding the time? Is it being present for it? And you being really distracted in your mind and wanting to do something else. And I'm speaking to this person's partner, but these are some things that come up for me and for some of our listeners. Do they have trauma? And is it really hard to be in their body in general? Um, and so then there's work that can be done specifically around that. Um, and you know, they're not, this person actually didn't even say, talking about hands, have they tried sex toys? I mean, there's nothing wrong yeah. with getting off with a sex toy, you know, with a vibrator. Like I said a minute ago, April and I love the magic wand. It is a very powerful vibrator. If someone's having a hard time having an orgasm, that thing is probably, can't guarantee it, but probably going to help them get off. Um, so masturbation doesn't need to just be with hands and, and sex toys can be a big big part of that but and then this is what we mentioned meditation yeah meditation is something that helps you to be more connected to yourself and to um, not choose the distractions of the mind and so having a, a meditation practice in general can help you with your sexual self-care practices and more connection to your body as well but what we talk about in this podcast is this conscious m- masturbation uh, practice that kind of is a meditation. It's just a sexual meditation. And masturbation is also for this for this uh, listener. I think it was their partner. Uh, it, it's it is a way to sort of self explore where you can actually deliver in- information about yourself when you are having an experience with a partner. So it is important to mm-hmm. involve masturbation in your life and include it in your life. So hopefully, if they aren't able to connect with their body they can continue to just try until yeah. they do. Yeah, it's like we have said a couple times here, it's a practice too. And so if something seems challenging, it probably means we're out of practice or we have some big blocks in the way. So that's something worthy of looking at should it feel important to you. Um, you know, and not everyone, masturbation might not be absolutely important to everyone. So if this is important to you, and this is the thing this person is saying, um, my partner can't get themselves off. So, is is your partner really interested in this, or do you or do you personally feel like this is going to be um, really good for them? I mean, I'm a firm believer that any form of self care and masturbation as a part of that, or sexual self care, is really helpful um, and is a wonderful practice. And I could use more, right? Like I, we I say this on the podcast with these people we recorded with. I'm like, wow, you're reminding me that I need to masturbate more. <laughs> yeah, right. Not a practice. You and I are so busy all the time. We are such go, go, go people. And yeah. it's really wonderful when I have things that actually invite me to slow down and remind me because my default, actually our default, I can speak for both of us, is moving really fast. Yeah, that's why I think I'm hitting a wall today because I've been moving so fast for the last, I guess, a week and a couple of days now. Like every day, jam-packed full of stuff. And even if I didn't actually physically do stuff, I'm like mentally using all of the possible brain power that I have yeah. for work stuff. And it's just today, yesterday, I kind of, I hit a wall at, at a certain point and then it's carrying over to today. And I'm like, all right, all right. And now we're going to Brooklyn, which oh, is going to be yeah. really exciting. I'm just trying to save up my energy for that because it's going to be a marathon. 
It's going to be a lot. We'll be in Brooklyn this weekend. This is the weekend of September 21st, 22nd of mm-hmm. uh, 2019. Yeah. We'll be at the Sex Expo in Brooklyn. I believe it's free, but you do need to sign up to get all the goodies ahead of time. We will be there on behalf of Shameless Sex, Hot Octopus, and Uber Loop. April's emceeing the event. She's fucking hilarious. She needs a lot of sleep before so she can I gather know. up the energy because that is a high energy gig. It really is. That's why I'm really pacing myself. So... I'm going to just reel it in and take do some self care. Yep. Maybe after we finish Ooh, recording this masturbate. podcast, I'll just masturbate. Yeah. I have a lot of I have a lot of work to do, uh, but I, I don't think I'm going to leave my house the rest of the night. Maybe what if you not until tomorrow? Draw a bath, light some candles, put on your sexy serenity music, have a glass of red wine, and just let your hands go all over your body wherever they want to in the bathtub, hmm. and tell your your partner to watch your dog so your dog doesn't disrupt you. Like he did through the podcast. He was humping my leg like for about (laughs) 10 minutes. He's becoming sexually mature. So he's like a hornball. And I I am going to get his testicles removed, which (laughs) I I feel kind of bad for the little guy. He doesn't know what's coming, but uh, he's just a little humping machine. He's a humping machine. And during this podcast. It's pretty cute. He was humping me. But he was humping you a little bit much. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, dude. Because it's so distracting. But I try not to shame him because I'm like, okay. You probably got to get this out, but do I need to You know, you just person? let him do it. You're like, all right, you're doing that. I know. Because right. he's like, Arr! he does this little crazy face too. Anyway, he's having a good time. Um, all right. I'm Speaking re- of self-care though. Let me read the bio. Oh, yeah. Bio Here we go, everyone. So actually, I know these two personally. Mostly I know Matt uh, and I've been aware of their tantra work for a while. So it was super exciting to have them on the podcast. So Matt Strum is a certified Tantra educator and a guide for transformational experiences. Katie Flanagan is a somatic sex and intimacy coach, an embodied educator, and a tantric practitioner. Together, they co-founded Embodied Erotic, a community for sacred sexuality, intimacy, and personal growth. To learn more, visit embodiederotic.com. At the end of the podcast, they talk about a couple's course that is all online, um, so you can learn more, but they have a lot of cool tools and tips. So... We're going to dive in, but before we do, this podcast was made possible by Care Of. Care Of delivers vitamins and supplements made from the best ingredients and customized for your specific health needs. You take a short five-minute quiz and answer questions about your diet, lifestyle, fitness, and health goals, and Care Of puts together a personalized, scientifically-backed vitamin and supplement plan just for you. I love this because let's face it, we're all very different. And so therefore, the vitamins and supplements we take should be tailored to our uniqueness. Plus, how do we even know what vitamins we should take? Care-of made it super easy for me to figure out exactly what I needed and then it arrived in the mail only a few days later. And guess what? Our listeners get 25% off of your first Care-of order. Just go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code SHAMELESSSEX. That's TakeCareOf.com with coupon code SHAMELESSSEX for 25% off your first order. Go check it out. All right, everyone. It is episode time here, and we are excited about this episode. It's a Tantra episode. We uh, realized, April and I, we were like, we haven't done a Tantra episode since... 2017. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Since we were in diapers. I don't know. It's been a long, long time. 
Uh, and so we're really excited to revisit the topic. And I, and I also just want to put this out there for folks because we have this longstanding joke with a uh, past listener who I doubt is even listening to us these days. Remember the gems and crystals guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. He was not down with all our gems and crystals talk. We didn't even talk about gems and crystals a lot. But he said, the minute you bring in your spiritual woo-woo stuff, I tune out. And I... Uh, Tantra to me, and we'll we'll get into what you know, what is it, and how can you uh, apply it in your um, in your sex and relationships, or even with yourself. Uh, it it doesn't have to be just for the conscious woo woo folks. Like it's ac- accessible for everyone. And I think as you all listen and learn more about how um, the definition of it and how it can be expanded, that actually can apply to anyone and everyone, um, no matter who you are. So. Um, let's dive on in. We're here with Katie and Matt. I'm super excited to have you guys on the show. Welcome. Hi. We're so excited to be here. It's great to be here. Yay. You guys look adorable next to each other. Your partners. Your partners. In uh-huh. work and sex and relationship and all sorts of things. Yeah. Oh my God. We could do a whole separate episode on how to do all those things with your partner. <laughs> Not yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. live together. Not no. yet. That's kind of the secret right now. Oh, the secret. I know. So I was going to say, like, uh, suggestion number one, don't do everything <laughs> together all the time. And, like separate bedrooms, you know, and then you have like sleepover parties together. And it's more fun that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Extra special. Well, will you tell, we already read your bio, but will you tell our listeners more about how you both got to be where you are today in this Tantra sexuality realm? Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'll start us off. Um, a little over five years ago, I um, quit my corporate job and was traveling around Asia with my partner at the time. And we had an awesome loving relationship where we were really struggling in our sex life. And we were just missing each other in the bedroom and getting triggered. And I was putting all this pressure on myself to perform. And it was really bad um, to the point where we thought we might actually have to break up. And um Meanwhile, we're traveling around and we had some friends who said, hey, we're going to a Tantra retreat um, at this place in Thailand. Do you want to come? And we're like, sure. And we didn't know anything about it. I had zero expectations. And we showed up in this really hard, raw, like emotional place. And then all of a sudden at this retreat, here were all of these tools to invest in our sex life, whole framework and language to talk about what was happening in the bedroom And then it gave us like possibility to start connecting and really meeting each other around sex. Mm -hmm. So that's what the start was for me is we kind of showed up in this place of crisis and then a huge revolution in that relationship at the time where we started having amazing sex um, in the ways that I had always kind of known was possible, but it had never really experienced. Mm -hmm. And then I got into it. And I did more and more and was like, hey, this is so awesome. I just want to share it with all of my friends and started doing workshops here in San Francisco for my friends. And that grew and grew until eventually it was big enough that I got to just support myself doing these workshops, which is what I do now together with Katie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my story is different than that. I actually got into Tantra solo. So for me, for a long time, it was a meditation practice and then it was a tool for embodiment became a tool for healing sexual trauma and then ultimately um, started coming into my relationships and sexual practice with others. And it was a real like kind of slow burn and evolution in the relationship over time um, where it really 
like clicked in for me that this is something I'm going to do and share more was I went and lived down in the jungles of Costa Rica solo uh, for a chunk of time. I basically was in this like total healing breakdown and crisis. And my body's like, you're going to move here to this place and you're going to go deep into your practice and into your healing. And I had no idea what that was going to mean or how it was going to evolve. Um, but I really showed up for tantric meditation and tantric sexual practice just with myself. Um, I was actually celibate at the time uh, from from partnership or sex with others. And it totally like revolutionized my relationship with my body, with my sexuality, and really like prepared me to bring it into my relationships with partners. Um, and there were like all these crazy downloads that came through. And I actually had no idea and no intention of ever becoming a Tantra teacher. I've always dealt with sexuality and trauma healing and embodiment in my work, but I never thought I'd be sharing it publicly. And then after that time in the jungle and moving to San Francisco and then eventually meeting Matt, it just kind of came together in this perfect storm of the personal practice uh, becoming something that I was really sharing in the world. That's great. So both of you, it, it sort of found you. Tantra has found you. You didn't totally. sort of seek it out. Very much so. Yeah. Yes. That's how sex toys and sex and relationships are for me too. I'm like, I had no intention. Uh-huh. And I, okay. So Tantra does have this wooey back, like framing, right? People think of it as this very like, oh, the hippies practice Tantra in the jungles of Costa Rica, (laughs) which is great, but it's also for anyone and everyone, as Amy mentioned in the, in the beginning, uh, that it's not necessarily just with couples. As you said, you went into a Tantra practice by yourself as an individual solo. And so can you just talk about what is Tantra? Yeah, definitely. Um, So Tantra is many, many things, right? It's this huge esoteric practice that comes out of India and um, actually has its roots as being like a political revolution tool. Um, There's a whole huge history to Tantra and it means a million things. But what we encounter here in the West is very different. You get kind of like the woo-woo hippie version of it. And then there's also these really clear tools and practices um, around sexuality and the body that can really like be used by anyone with very different intentions than perhaps kind of like the origins of it. Here's what really grabbed me about Tantra when I first encountered it. Number one is it said our sex is something special and it can be sacred. Mm -hmm. And that was something that I had always felt deep down, but never really like had a language for. And it's a it's a path that celebrates both men and women equally and Mm -hmm. says both of us are equals on this path. And actually by connecting and not shaming or putting anyone above anybody else, that is the path. Mm -hmm. Um, Here in Northern California, our adaptation Mm -hmm. Neo Tantra has really latched on to the sexual part of Tantra, but the historical version was really a spiritual path. Mm -hmm. What we need most and what's most helpful for our culture, like our cultural adaptation is around these sexual practices. And for better or for worse, they've largely become separated from the core spiritual tradition back in India. Mm -hmm. That being said, there is so much goodness in diving into our sexuality, whether it's part of a spiritual path or just part of a personal exploration to get to see what's here for me and what does my sex have to show me. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it's ultimately like this framework for having your body included in a meditative practice and having your sexuality be grounded in this kind of bigger framework where you can do everything from the like really woo esoteric practices all the way to having like really tangible tools about learning how to stay in your body. So if you're focusing on, you know, trauma healing work, like where I started, it was like actually learning how to stay in my body identify sensation, and then ultimately open up to more pleasure. And you can do that with or without a partner. There's just so many different, um, different practices you can engage with. Mm. Yeah. And, and I love the aspect of Tantra that it uh, is a practice that embraces pleasure and embraces Mm -hmm. instead of moving against it and away from it, which if we look at like most religion is like, Oh, pleasure. That's bad. Get away from that. Um, And this is a way to be deeply connected to um, you can, you can make it a spiritual practice or or not, you know, depends on how you want to identify with it, but it can be something connected to something greater that still, uh, still embraces pleasure. And, and then my understanding too, is you're saying, you, you know, you, 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 it, the tools are about being in the body and using the body's senses as the best vessel um, towards awakening and deeper connection. So that's, um, again, that's, yeah, that's, that's really, really powerful. I'm so curious to hear more about um, that in, in uh, how, it, how it can help people with trauma, which we'll get to that in a little bit. But mm-hmm. um, how can, so, and I, well, we can go kind of dive in a little bit. So how can sexuality and relationships function as a path for healing and awakening? Mm-hmm. Or are they kind of the, the medium for that? Yeah. So relationships, when you're in relationship with your partner, um, oftentimes in our culture, we fall into these roles of provider, of caretaker, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But from the tantric perspective, your partner is here as someone who knows you best to show you the places where you're ready to grow to take you to your highest heights and to hold you lovingly as you hit your lowest lows. They're kind of here to provoke all of these different aspects of you so that you can grow. Yeah. And if you think about it, like we are social beings, we're relational beings from, from birth. Like we depend on identifying and knowing ourselves through our connection with others. And so in relationship, you have this really amazing playground to suddenly, you know, you can do years and years of therapy around your attachment style and your ex and all the breakdowns in your relationship. But until you're actually in a relationship, you can't like, without the relationship, you can't fully get into the healing. Like you need to have an experience of being with another person and having your patterns go differently, like having the missing experience that your inner child or that younger version of you really needs to open up and feel safe connecting with another person. And once you establish that safety and healing in relationship, then you can open up to, you know, relationship as being a path for, you know, expanding your pleasure range or going deep into spiritual practice or understanding like your purpose in the world. It can just become this huge kind of, um, you know, springboard for you to expand into your experience of you. Mm-hmm. And so, and I, I guess coming to that, what I was talking about, the, the, the trauma piece too, my, one of our next questions is going to be, how can singles be tantric? And you already answered that because you already did that, but maybe you can elaborate more on just a little bit of what that looks like, how a, um, how someone who wants to develop a solo tantric practice and maybe they want to use it for healing trauma in their body or just connecting with themselves at a greater level. What, 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 what does that look like? Yeah. Um, so 
like the number one thing I recommend to people is like conscious masturbation practice. Like that is where to start. Self-pleasure. Self-pleasure every day. Bring and and approach it like a practice. Like you're going to like you're going to the gym for a workout. Like you are here to develop the muscles of being able to stay with sensation in the body and learning how to kind of create the pathways of connection between different parts of the body, as well as expanding your pleasure range. It's the best homework assignment you could ever get. Yeah. Like who doesn't want to masturbate more? <laughs> so when you, when you say conscious, cause we, we, so we did a masturbation may campaign um, and we, on Instagram, one of the many things we got kicked off Instagram for, and <laughs> we, and we didn't call it conscious. We, we, we didn't, we said, um, mindful or something i forgot what we were talking about presence you know being fully yeah. present for it. so that's what you're speaking to right is being present for right. it instead of going you know watching porn and and detaching from the experience of what's happening in your body that mm-hmm. is exactly right yeah. so to put a finer point on it the purpose of the self-pleasure is to get in touch with your fantasies to get in touch with the sensation of your body mm-hmm. to really own your own arousal as something that originates from you yeah so if you're using masturbation because you're stressed and you're trying to avoid hard feelings. That's Mm -hmm. not what we're talking about. If you're using this, um, if you're watching a bunch of porn and that stimulation is just coming in and ramping your system up, it's also just way less useful to give you information about what's happening in your body. Yeah. So I'm assuming those are, uh, those tips right there are just regarding masturbation are almost a basis for beginning to explore Tantra can you also share with our listeners um, some tips for lovers, partners, um, you know, whatever relation, whatever relationship you have, um, and with those you want to explore tantra with? Um, but how, but actually, how to start exploring tantra? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, how to start exploring tantra? Number one, if you're in partnership, is make time to be sexy with your partner. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you have to be having intercourse or penetrative sex. It just means you create a space where you don't have other distractions and you're being really open and connecting with your partner on a regular basis. I feel like that's always the hardest in any practice is (laughs) (laughs) good one to start with. Yeah. Yeah. Schedule it if you need to and have the commitment and the container for you to just really get to drop in with your partner. Do you want to talk about the three killers of great sex? (laughs) <laughs> Ooh, yeah that's always a good one <laughs> so what we've what we've kind of gathered from our work is like these three things that just like absolutely are a buzzkill to a good sexual experience and the first one would be um pressure so putting pressure on yourself to perform putting pressure on yourself to bring your partner to orgasm or for your body to orgasm putting pressure on yourself to like look good while you're having sex. There's a million ways they can put pressure on the experience. The second one is breaking out of routines. Mm -hmm. So it's normal in partnership to fall into routine. We call it going to our winning formula. So there was something that really worked once and it was awesome. And then you think, okay, cool. All I have to do is just that one thing. Mm -hmm. And that's not how sex works. Sex is creative, it's flowing, it's ever-changing. And so you have to shake things up in relationship and break out of those routines. Mm -hmm. And then number three is stress. So if you have a super stressful job um, or a lot of stress in your life, Mm -hmm. that's going to keep you up in your head and keep you from really feeling and Mm -hmm. keep you out of all of the arousal and pleasure that's available to you. So you have to find a way to 
release that stress through working out or meditation or yoga or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you get rid of, if you break through these three killers of great sex and then are regularly making time with your partner, um, chances are you're going to start having awesome sex. Mm-hmm. And that's really the place to explore from. Okay, y'all, time for a quick break. This podcast is made possible by some of our favorite things. Uber Lube is one of them. It's a luxurious lubricant great for all kinds of sex. It's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. Seriously? There are hundreds of doctors who recommend Uber Lube to their patients, whether they want to make their hot sex even hotter or for folks who are experiencing dryness. Amy, I know you love Uber Lube too. What do you love? I love Uber Lube because it has no flavor, no scent, and it feels absolutely amazing on my body. In fact, I want it everywhere. I even use it in my hair, for my hair frizzies, for massage, and it can also prevent chafing. Oh, and the bottle is gorgeous. It's discreet and looks like a beautiful cosmetic product, so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, go check out uberlube.com. Use coupon code SHAMELESSSEX and you get 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com, code SHAMELESSSEX and 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by omgs.com. OMGS is a research-based online program that helps you add more sexy things to your menu. OMGS studied thousands of vulva owners to find out how they orgasm and then made tasteful and inspiring short videos to show you techniques on how to pleasure yourself or another vulva. Amy, tell us why you love OMGS. I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it has changed their lives. Whether you're already having good orgasms and want to have even better orgasms, or perhaps you want to explore more variety in your playtime or even learn how to pleasure someone else's vulva, OMGS will have something for you. With two seasons, one all about internal and the other all about external techniques, it's better than any book or DVD that money can buy. To learn more, visit omgs.com backslash shameless and our listeners get $5 off. That's omgs.com backslash shameless. You get $5 off. Go check it out now. And back to the show. Like that. So it seems like there's, is this open exploration. You know, there's these, these, these ideas of how you can uh, move away from, from the pressure and to uh, create more spaciousness. It sounds like a big part too. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and I think that's the biggest thing. We have a lot of listeners that are, um, have children and we get questions mm-hmm. like, okay, y'all, you know, you two don't have kids, so you don't know how hard this yeah. is to figure out how to uh, create uh, sexy time when we have children. And mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of, like you, you said, it doesn't have to be penetration. I think people are so set on having this goal to be a certain way. And, and if it doesn't happen that way, then it's failed or it doesn't make it sex. Mm-hmm. And to open the doors is this is like sacred intimacy time for you to connect and to see what's present there in that moment and go with that as opposed to what you think it should have been, you know, going in with an idea of what it should be. I mean, it might just be what snuggling or just be like letting the hands just lightly, you know, graze over the skin. It might be eye gazing. It might be breathing together. It might be penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think it's helpful. Now I want to share one more thing. That's a little bit more specific to yeah. Tantra. So if you're in relationship, what I would offer is while you're having sex with your partner, the entire time you're doing it to take deep, full belly breaths, like mm-hmm. what they teach you to do in a yoga class. So you're breathing, filling up with as much air as you can, and then breathing out through your mouth. 
mm-hmm. and to do this together with your partner and spend maybe 15, 20 minutes, if you can, having sex, breathing deeply like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What you will probably find <laughs> is that some expanded states of consciousness start to open for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you add in sound to that, like kind of the the big things that Neo Tantra teaches are like breath, sound, and movement while you're in any sexual experience, whether it's uh, solo self-pleasure with partner. Um, when you add in that element of making sound, uh, it also amps up the intensity and pleasure. And you're also, um, you're relaxing your pelvic floor by making sound through your mouth. So you're on a just like physiological level, opening up your like genital area more. Mm-hmm. And then if you add movement to it, it just like all of this kind of not like tricks, but it opens up the body to going into a orgasmic state more quickly. Yeah. yeah. Better orgasms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, better orgasms. Everyone's ears perked up like, yep, so How do I do that? Well, and one question that came to mind, this is actually like more of a, from a personal experience. I think for me, there's like this fine line of, you know, of when I'm, when I'm in an aroused state and I'm incorporating the breath to um, incorporate the breath without being like, I, I think there's a way that I can get in my way by being so focused on doing the breath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. And so there's and maybe part of that is having more, um, for me, having more practice so that it becomes more, I guess, natural so that there's less focus on like, okay, I got to do the breath now. Um, mm-hmm. So do you have anything to add about that? Because I know, I mean, I, I know that, that it's easy yeah. to find your way focusing on doing the thing right. Exactly. Yeah. So the way the analogy I give for this is at the beginning, it's like learning how to drive a stick shift car. <laughs> You, you're, you're used to just like you push down the accelerator and the car goes and now you have all of these other things that you have to pay attention to, right? Yeah. Um, it gets easier over time. So this mm-hmm. is why we say um, have a self-pleasure practice where you practice breathing until it just becomes natural. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing it solo, it's actually a lot easier because then you don't have to worry about what the other person is doing. Yeah. And to breathe into like the place where you're experiencing sensation. So rather than it being like, oh, I have to do this perfect belly breath, like I'm in yoga class, like actually just breathing into what feels good. And that might mean your breath is a little slower, or maybe it's like getting a little quicker because you're like getting closer to like climaxing. Mm -hmm. So really staying with like what's authentic and what you're actually feeling in your body versus trying to do it right Mm -hmm. can help. Mm-hmm. I need to masturbate more. That was our goal. Yeah. Like we created mas- <laughs> masturbation maybe because April and I were both like, we need to more conscious masturbation. Yeah. Kind of mm-hmm. created selfishly also to help our listeners who wanted to participate. <laughs> it was a contest, this whole thing. And, and we did, it was a 30 day thing. I did 15 of the 30 days and then totally dropped it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Out of myself. So firing me again though, these kind of podcasts, they remind me like, Oh yeah, got to do the thing, Amy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Busy uh, okay. Can you tell us more about you? Because you have a unique approach to this work when you work with people. Yeah. I know that you have, we'll talk about this. You have a couples course coming up and we can talk about that in a little bit. But will you tell us about your unique approach? I know that it's trauma-informed. It's somatically grounded. Um, more about what that looks like. Yeah. So for both Matt and I, we come from these like really rich backgrounds and not just Tantra, but um, deeply studying in the realms of somatic psychology and trauma healing And like, just personally for me, when I was going through my exploration with Tantra, I had these amazing teachers for more of the like meditation and esoteric realms. And then like would go and look at like a lot of the sexuality schools. And I would just like, oh, this feels like so unsafe or ungrounded or like 
they're not considering the whole person, the whole being, especially if you're somebody who's experienced trauma, it can be like really kind of like this overwhelming environment. Um, And so when we got together, both of us having these backgrounds in somatic psychology and trauma healing in our one-on-one work, we really wanted to like create this new approach to Tantra that considered the whole person. So like made room for if people weren't coming from the deeply spiritual aspect that like, hey, we can relate to how the body works, how the nervous system works, like these very kind of tangible things and and science of, of these body systems. Mm-hmm. We also wanted it to be a really, really safe space for people. So like pacing and having things be trauma-informed, which means like in our classes, everything's an invitation. We really practice a lot of consent. We give people a lot of support around developing their own agency and finding their real like yes and no, which is deeply healing if you're somebody who's experienced trauma and something we frankly all need more of. Mm-hmm. And then we wanted to bring in the tantric aspects that we love and have these like deep relationships to um, in ways that are really fun, accessible, but also invite people into the possibility of this being a larger spiritual path. Mm-hmm. What I'll add to that, a couple of little things. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one is a lot of Tantra that I've encountered in Northern California is very heteronormative. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah, about yeah. men. Also that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Katie and I are both queer. Yeah. And we, even though we are like a hetero couple, we're we not do. hetero. We look hetero from the outside. We're a queer hetero couple. People <laughs> assume, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we really do our best to be inclusive yeah. of everybody um, with our language and with the way that we present the material. Mm-hmm. And the way that we hold it is, you know, masculine and feminine are these energies that anybody can wear. Yeah. And we all have them both inside of us. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing about our approach. The other thing that um, I think is really special about us Katie and I both have our own background in meditation, Mm -hmm. which is like more of the classical out of India spiritual tradition. And we really focus on making accessible through like really simple practices and having it be fun, things that anybody can do. Mm -hmm. And it's our own like blend of here's what came from the tradition here's what we've developed here in Northern California. That's just for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like we give people a lot of opportunities to directly experience um, like some of the deeper aspects of Tantra, like energy, like you talk about energy. It's like, so woo, what is this thing? You're talking about chakras and colors. And so right. Great. Let's like shake or dance or move or connect to your animals. So you actually start to develop your authentic relationship to some of these kind of philosophies or kind of hallmarks of Tantra that can feel like really out there um, if you don't actually ground it into your body. I, I think even the least of wooey people out there can probably attest to feeling when something feels good and when something doesn't feel good, either an energy exchange with a human mm-hmm. or a situation because I, I, I the more I practice uh, meditation and the more I practice even... I don't even my yoga practice, my exercise practice, but the more I do tune in to the the frequency of feeling good, and I think Tantra is really just it's just yeah. settling into your own body and then mm-hmm. definitely looking if it is with a partner um, it, into their energy too and and I, I I think that is really important to be mindful and um, to to be in in your own uh, body when you are in a sexual experience, especially, because that is so hard to do. And that is Tantra in itself, right? Just tapping Mm -hmm. in. 
You got it. It's basically saying yes to life and everything that your experience is offering you. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to add that April's dog is tantrically humping her foot as we record this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's so turned on by tantric stuff. Like we'll go do our tantric practices or like they have really epic sex in nature. And like, we'll literally hear animals starting yeah. to like, they're like, we after it. <laughs> started to kind of go in licking my toes. And then the more we, <laughs> and as I was talking about that, he was just going for it. Amy's like dying next to me. I'm like, okay. So perfect. Your dog is a big yes to all that uh-huh. life is offering. <laughs> he's a pleasure seeker. You know, he's, he really knows how to lean into the pleasure. Um, one other thing I want to throw out there to everyone um, is that uh, Tantra too, you can be, you can be tantric and kinky, right? You can do BDSM very tantrically. And it's, so it's not, again, it's not just this all about this, like, you know, softness and thing there. There's so much more to it. It's so expansive. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. It's one of our favorite things to teach about. So we have a workshop that we do called Mm -hmm. sexuality of the chakras and we're actually teaching it in October. Yeah. A couple of weeks. So you're right. There's this idea out there that in order to be having tantric sex, you must be chanting Sanskrit mm-hmm. and um, in deeper states of meditation. In all white, the <laughs> incense are burning. You're gazing into each other's eyes with such purity and devotion. And it's like Tantra says, like, get after it and like, fuck like animals. <laughs> like, like Tantra. Enough of that. Like, let's include all these parts of your being, including BDSM and kink and including the primal and the Mm -hmm. sensual and the spiritual. Like, all of you gets to come to play. All of it. Which is fun. (laughs) (laughs) So on that note, I know that you have another upcoming class, I believe an online course for couples. uh, And you'll have to tell um, us more about the date, the first week of October. Can you tell our listeners about that upcoming course? We are super excited about this. Mm -hmm. So the name of the course is called Thriving in Relationship. It's an online course that you can do from home with your partner. Mm -hmm. And in a nutshell, uh, we're going to take you through four different date nights where all you have to do is show up and we'll walk you through how to have an amazing connected sexual experience with your partner. So this is exactly designed to address the the problem we talked about earlier in the episode of like, I don't have time. Or like, how are we supposed to start a practice? And this is like, we have given it to you in your Google calendar. Like, here it is. <laughs> All you have to do is like hit play and follow along or fall asleep. Like whatever's going to happen for you to. And it's, you know, delivered right to you for that. And the focus is on, go ahead. It's whenever though. You can, you can just buy the course and take it whenever. So you, the course launches on October 7th. Okay. And every other Monday, we release a new date. And so that means you get to watch it and um, experience it on your own time frame. But we're going to encourage you to stick with us because we're going to be doing Zoom calls yeah. on the off weeks. So mm-hmm. you get to log in and talk to us, ask us questions, mm-hmm. tell us about how it's going. And then one of the most awesome things that we found is giving people a space as couples to talk about their sex lives with other couples. Mm -hmm. People feel so alone and isolated and like, oh, our sex life isn't working. It means there's something like bad and wrong or like 
I'm broken or we have these issues. And it's really normal to experiences, experience challenges in your relationship around sex, especially the long term. Mm-hmm. Um, so we like to have a safe space for people to just get to talk about it and talk about what's working and really exciting and maybe get like inspired or turned on by another couple's share. Um, or, you know, get to dive into understanding that like we all go through challenges around sex and relationship. Where do people find more, find out more or sign up for this course? Yeah, we would love it if you would come check us out. So the name of our group is Embodied Erotic and you can go to embodiederotic.com. Um, and we also have a Facebook page mm-hmm. under the same name. And there you will find a link for our course, Thriving in Relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all your other workshops, like you said, you have one in October, that's all on that website as well. All there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You can join our private Facebook group, which is also called Embodied Erotic, and you can get to engage with conversations with other people who are doing this work and hear about all of our events and some other fun things that we share in there. I love that. Embodied embodiment. Oh, we just need to spread that like mm-hmm. life, right? Spread <laughs> it around. Embodied. And speaking of spreading something good around, if you haven't had Margin's Wine yet, check it out. This is actually uh, a, their fall release. Megan's fall release is coming out. So you stock up for the holidays. Remember, she only makes a limited amount of wine. So you have to sign up for her newsletter ASAP because she always runs out pretty quickly. So go to marginswine.com. Just sign up for her newsletter. It's free. And you just uh, will be in the know with the new fall release. Lots of reds. just And that's I, I love reds in the in the in the winter, so in the fall, um, I'm on the whats right now. Uh, so it always sells out. So check out marginswineagain.com. Thank you both. You, uh, this is great. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is really important, and I love the fact that you're taking a non-gendered approach as well to tantra. I think that's really special. And um, yes, thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us, and hope our listeners enjoyed this as much as uh, we did. And remember, listeners, go to embodiederotic.com to find out about more about their coursework, that's upcoming classes, and then the online availability too. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Yeah, such a pleasure. Really fun. Thank you. It was pure pleasure. It was. <laughs> All right, y'all. We absolutely love each and every one of our listeners out there. Share this gift, part of the shameless sex revolution with your mom, with your dad, with your cat and your dog, your sisters, all of the peoples. And we'll see you next Tuesday, y'all. Ciao for now. Don't forget to head on over to our website at shamelesssex.com for more. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use coupon code SHAMELESSPP in all caps at purepleasureshop.com.